the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation second to none whether you're in rhode island or massachusetts call jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available for both residential and commercial call my friends at jkl 401-351-7600 remember estimates are free financing is available let's be nice and comfortable in your home jkl 401-351-7600 you're listening to the John DePietro Show. With us, folks, is Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And, Dan, uh, in uh, this morning's Boston Globe, boy, Man- Amanda Valquitz has a great story. Face off, mass mandatory to some, furiously rejected by others. I was trying to figure out, like, what is this picture of? And, my goodness, this man from Lincoln with a gash on his leg during a fight. Th- this has become, this is such a problem. And it's, it's becoming a bigger problem that's going on right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a part of this that that I thought w- we were gonna we were gonna have a big problem, sort of as the weather got warmer because people were getting restless. But the re- the weather's warm now; it's here. You know, we're past the Fourth of July, and it does. It feels like it's only escalating further. Uh, you know, the the amount of kind of pushback that you're reading about. You know, when you see these ice cream shops closing, uh, you know, you see these these sort of uh, tangling and confrontations at bars or restaurants. Uh, it, it's very clearly, uh, uh, you know, sort of a hostile environment. Now, not widely. I mean, I think you would agree. For the most part, I do tend to see when I'm out people wearing their masks and generally uh, following along. But I think for uh, the, sort of a fringe element, you've got the, the clash of the people who are uh, who are most likely to be very vocal and criticized are on the far left. The folks who are uh, who maybe aren't wearing their masks as much, you know, might might be more President Trump supporters or a little bit on their, their right. And so the the fight that happens, it, it, you know, it's not like you and I seeing each other at the governor's press conference and me saying, John, you know, put your mask on or something like that. It is it, it, it's it's it, it starts from a place that is much, much more tense uh, than it than, than it probably should be. And that's why you see it kind of escalate in many ways. And by the way, let's be very clear about this. 
it's wrong no matter what. It's wrong for someone to aggressively, you know, stick a finger in your eye and tell you to, uh, you know, tell you to put on your mask. And it's wrong for the person that's not wearing a mask to, you know, throw a fist or something like that, too. <laughs> it has been a, a problem all along. It also did start with when they were trying to conserve the mask. They should have made a better, and I mean nationally, a better 100%. effort to explain about face coverings as opposed to the mask. And then it is confusing for people. If you're outside alone, you don't need it. But, you know, he has a great line in Man the Story where he says he doesn't intend to speak up again. You're not going to change anyone's mind. Dan McGowan, I, I've come to arguments with, with listeners and followers on my pages, and I've also given up. I look at it as, you know, there are some people that, uh, that, that it's like they smoke, and you can't tell them that That's they right. shouldn't be smoking. It's the people who, when they first started to enforce the seatbelts, they refused to wear seatbelts. This is there's people that won't wear a, a motorcycle helmet. This you you cannot change their mind. And and there are people I don't I don't even understand where it started, but it is affecting certain businesses. You know, in the story they mentioned Brickley's, but Dan McGowan, I I also hear a number of restaurant people. This is not the role they want to play of the bad cop saying to people, "Excuse me, you have to put up your mask when you're gonna you have to put it on when you're gonna go to like use the restroom." Yeah, I mean, John, you and I have worked in the restaurant industry before, yes. right? Like, you you know, if I, when I was bartending, if I had to, my, you know, my concentration was, like, make sure I get the drinks right and try to, you know, be charming to get a tip. To, to have to go up to somebody and say, you know, uh, you need to put on your mask, that's like saying oh, you're boy. eating too loud or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it is it is naturally confrontational. Uh, I don't envy anybody out there. And, and, and how do you handle it, right? If you're a you're a young person who's who's doing it, you know, you go to your manager, but the manager knows that they're you're already barely surviving on small, small margins or not at all with any margins right now. And so, you know, you don't the whole right. Everybody says the customer's always right. Uh, and so it's a it's a very, very difficult thing. And you're right. I mean, I think I feel like I'm seeing more of it again. I think the vast majority of people are are generally handling this okay but when you see you know a brickley saying we're done for the summer or you see restaurants really struggling and, and needing to you know pull back or close down earlier things like that uh it is i mean it, it's really concerning and i can't imagine it changes all that much going forward because i think we're going to have masks for quite a while yeah uh, and and you use the you use the great example it's like a smoking or wearing a helmet i think yes. there's there's always going to be a segment that um, or the seatbelt, you know, or yeah. the seatbelt that that's just not into it, and yes. and uh, yeah, so I, I I don't see this ending anytime soon. And I don't know where it comes from either, because you know I have people that I'm going to move on, but contact me, and I feel like saying now I don't, but I feel like saying let me make sure I understand this. You know, you're you're unemployed, you smoke, you're obese, you live in a small <laughs> home in West Warwick, but you're very knowledgeable about the mask, <laughs> and you know more than Fauci and the CDC. I I don't know where it came from. It is so deep rooted. I don't blame them. I've given up on it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. It's not worth arguing. When I'm doing a Facebook Live and I'm interviewing someone, I have masks. All these comments. Why are you wearing a mask? Take off the mask. I, I've just started to ignore it. Dan McGowan, I want to get back to Providence. You had a great story. Get ready for another pension reform push in Providence. Mayor Alorza, you know, if he were President Trump, they'd be saying he's doing the reparation to distract from the city has <laughs> real finance problems. I, I go downtown. So much of the city is still boarded up. It looks like a war zone. Um, they need the students back. But um, Providence has major financial challenges. Yeah. And by the way, to, to give a you know a little bit of a credit to, to a competitor, Journal has a great story today on uh, downtown restaurants and sort of will they be able to survive? Oh, I think 
you know, that's a, this is a real, uh, a real challenge. And you're, you know, the thing is, is, is that the, the mayor, I think takes, obviously he's, he's, he's completely different than president Trump. They, they disagree on just about everything, but it is hard not to, even as somebody who covers him and has covered him for a really long time, he's, he, he is somebody who likes to kind of jump from issue to issue. And so, you know, for a long time, there was a stretch where he was really all in on trying to sell or lease the Providence water system. And he would talk your ear. I mean, I had hour long conversations with the guy for, for a year about, about doing this. He backs off that, he moves on to the next thing. Then you get, you know, you, you, you go into coronavirus. And so that of course becomes the topic. And, and I, I think with the pension system right now, you had, we, we talked about just a week or two ago about the, the Supreme court and a tough decision that came down, uh, you know, essentially ruling for retirees and making it more difficult to make pension changes. Um, now, you know, you, what you have is there's two years left in his term. There's two years left in a bunch of the city council members terms. And they know they still have a real challenge when it comes to Providence's pension system. You know, for, for all the attention that, that was paid and given credit to, you know, Mayor Taveras about reforming things and making things better. Look, there's still the system is about 26 percent funded, which is that means it's 74 percent unfunded. Um and, and, you know, so, so now they're, you know, Councilman David Salvatore is a smart guy. He's been around for a while. He's calling for, let's study this more. Let's consider, I mean, he's floating the idea of, of maybe doing some sort of deal with Roger Williams Park to, to you know, sell it or lease it. Um, that's how dire we're talking about selling assets or leasing assets uh, to raise a bunch of money. Uh, and, and your listeners are, are probably, you know, pulling their hair out because you're saying, wait a minute, you just a little while ago, we're talking about reparations. And then you're talking about selling assets to, to fund pension system. It is, I mean, it, it is not the, um, the common way that municipal leaders sort of run their cities, but the mayor kind of runs by his own, kind of does what he wants right now. He does. And um, and what about uh, Dan McGowan? Because he is term limited out. Is there someone kind of picking up the mantle of that on the Providence City Council? You know, it's, truthfully, the answer is no. Um, yeah. I think there's there's a lot of council members, just as there always is, that, that, you know, fancy themselves as wanting to be the mayor. I think probably half of them think they could do a better job than the mayor. Um, and, and probably a group of them think that they will, in, in fact, give some effort to run the city council president. Sabina Matos wants to run, David Salvatore potentially. So there's a bunch of them. Um, the thing is, though, this, this issue, you know, retiree pensions, which is the whole, the whole ballgame in Providence, that's, that's the biggest challenge that the city has. You know, the closer you get to election or re-election, the less you want to talk about this. You mentioned before, do you want to have people on the doors asking, do they support reparations? Well, for Providence, you know, having going to the doors and having to say, yes, I want to take away your pension or change your pension is equally, you know, concerning for them. And so the closer you get to an election, the far less likely you are to uh, to actually get anything done. And, and that's where, you know, you're, you're almost running in place uh, in fact, I, I wrote this week, I, I said the best thing that they could potentially do is you study the issue as seriously as you ever as you ever have before and kind of hand it off to the next mayor. First day in office, here's a hundred page report on the things we think you should do, because then at least it's off of your chest as a current elected official. And you can be, you know, 
potentially helping the next mayor. And I hate to give everybody like the ability to almost cop out and, and you know, kick the can down the road. But realistically, uh, the closer you get to the 2022 elections, the less this is going to be talked about. Hmm. Folks, uh, in our final uh, few moments with Dan McGowan, we're going to talk about the Brit case uh, and a lot more right here with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe on the John DePietro Show. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. They have a great Facebook page, Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home, the side of your home, on your pavement, on your patio. Maybe it's on the basketball court. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. Find them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. It's going to make your property, your home, your deck, your walkway any outdoor surface, he can get rid of it. As far as the algae, mildew, gets rid of it with a very safe solution. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now, 
Providence and Northrop Providence, I want you to try the 99.9 FM, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says Listen Live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that on the dashboard at the website, you'll see where it says Radio Show. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on Radio Show, and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. Right now, I'll bet you could use some extra cash. Why not sell some of your gold, silver, other precious metals? Vero Industries, folks, over 40 years' experience, they will give you cash. They'll buy your gold, silver, other precious metals. Call Lee today at 401-434-8900. Leo has over 40 years' experience. It's V-E-R-O, Vero Industries. They will buy gold silver other precious metals old broken new silverware jewelry serving trays tea coffee sets or pieces listen why not right now sell it and get that cash that you need call leo at vero industries 401-434-8900 impeccable reputation folks they know the industry better than anyone and they'll give you what it's worth your gold silver also a buyer of individual coins, coin collections, watches, half earring pieces, and much more. Call Leo at Vero Industries. Why not get some cash right now for that gold, silver, and other precious metals? Call Leo, 401-434-8900. Weekend evening appointments are available. Two locations or at your location, their location, two locations, East Providence and Warwick. Call them Vero Industries. 401-434-8900. Listen, get cash for that gold, silver, other precious metals you have. Call Leo, 401-434-8900. One more time, 434-8900. He's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, uh, Ed Fitzpatrick, I believe, had... um the Boston Globe had a story about the latest situation with the Jeff Britt case. This is the money laundering case involving Speaker Mattiello. Now, listen, I know you're plugged in. There is a conference next week. This certainly sounds as though they're in high-level negotiations to try to settle this in some way. What, what are you hearing? Yeah, I, look, for all the in, – in, in Ed's reporting and, and I think in some of the other news outlets reporting, you've seen this idea that – uh, they're, you know, there's a, they're going to discuss a, a plea arrangement, but, but the Jeff Britt's attorney, uh, Bob Carrenti is kind of saying, well, we have nothing in place yet. Um, from everything that I can see and, in, in sort of what I'm hearing behind the scenes, it does feel like there is, there is actually real negotiation happening. It's not this game of, uh, oh, it's, uh, you know, I, I would not say it's a hundred percent by any means going to trial, um, I think that there there is an effort. Look, this the Bob Crenty is not a cheap lawyer. <laughs> I think uh, Jeff Britt is is spending some real money on this. I think he, uh, if he could escape, you know, in this case with 
you know, maybe lower something to a misdemeanor, maybe, you know, so you try to avoid jail time, things like that. I think he would take it. Um, now behind the scenes, what he's saying is, is he doesn't really, or what his, what his you know, friends are saying is they, they don't necessarily, they don't want him to be muzzled, right? They don't want a deal to be, we'll let you off, but no, uh, you know, you can't go out on the steps of the attorney general's office or the court and say, uh, he, you know, here's how the, the AG's office screwed this up or something like that. That's the thing that, uh, you know, that he wants to be able to tell his story and, and actually, you know, suggest that he's been vindicated. Uh, I'm not so sure that that will happen. And I think that's where, you know, what we're going to see in the next couple of weeks and into, if there is some sort of plea, uh, plea agreement. Well, boy, what's interesting about that is if, if he is unable to, I, I'd be hard pressed to find a campaign that's going to hire him again unless he can come out and say, let me explain what really happened here. Yeah. I, although here's the thing. I mean, you, you know this. Jeff Britt has um, a skill, I guess I would use the word, for uh, being a, he's a survivor. Right. And, and, and while if you're a convicted felon, uh, it's very hard to get work on a campaign. I think you and I both know that that he is still having plenty of conversations with a whole bunch across the spectrum, Democrats, Republicans, independents about, you know, what what's 2022 going to look like? How can I help you? You know, giving advice. People still go to him for some of that, uh, you know, the, the underbelly of politics, the opposition research, things like that. Uh, he still gets those calls despite all the troubles that, that he's in. And so. Um, I, I think he expects to be able to survive, uh, at least in that way. But you're exactly right. I mean, if I were running for office, I think it would be hard to want to be associated with him or to have to, you know, write a $5,000 check to him, uh, you know, as a consultant. Yeah. And, and also just Mattiello is still a very powerful person. Um, you know, there are people who would not hire him because then it has to be disclosed and you don't want to have the speaker as as an enemy uh, right. because he is still the speaker right now, though. Does this seem are you inclined to believe that this is going to be somehow plea bargained out, say, in the next month or so? You know, I'm not I don't know for sure in the next month okay. or so. But but I but I would say um, it, I've always kind of thought that that I've always found it almost it would be almost too much of a. Um, you know, great story for guys like you and I, who, if this were to go to trial, this idea sure. of this, you know, of all these people being kind of dragged in, I mean, it would be a much lighter version, but it would be like the Sancy trial, right? Of, of all these name people that, you know, you're, you're finding out what they've done. I've always sort of, uh, uh, you know, believe that, that it, it's just hard to believe that that will end up happening. So my gut is yes, there will be uh, some sort of arrangement agreement that will happen. But, uh, you know, I mean, so much depends on if the speaker, you know, were to, were to come out tomorrow and say that, say something critical of Jeff Britt, he may demand a trial just so he could, you know, get more attention. Uh, so, yeah. any, I mean, truthfully, anything could happen at this point. I noticed that um, they do want to, they want to keep throwing jabs at Mattiello saying, and we're going to call him as a witness. And we're going to call him as a witness. And they want that in there. Dan McGowan, last question. Do you think for Mattiello, who is, in a tough re-election against Barbara Ann Fenton-Pong, as far as we know, is this better for him if this is resolved prior to, you know, is it better if he can go door to door and it's still just hanging out there? Or is it better to, he says, hey, listen, I didn't know what the guy was doing. 
but that case is settled. And um, which one do you think is better for him? Yeah, you know, it's tough to say. And here's why uh, you're going to have whatever, whatever comes of, of this, even if it's resolved or if it's not, he's going to face those questions. And by the way, he's also going to face the completely separate convention center questions. Yes, and so that's right. Th- he, he's got this challenge of it. It's just, it's not just one incident in case where he's got a problem. I mean, I think he would love a scenario where, uh, where Jeff Britt agreed to some sort of arrangement and, and he could just say, look, I wasn't involved in that. I was, a, you know, I hired him because he's good at what he does, but he went a little rogue and we, you know, we've cut ties with him and then he could end it right there. And if you could end it right there, that would be fine. The problem is, is then he has to answer questions with the convention center. Then he has to answer questions about the chiropractor. Uh, sure. So he's dug himself into a huge hole. I mean, uh, this summer, God knows what campaigning is going to look like, but if there's ever a time where somebody uh, has a good chance against the Speaker of the House, it would have to be Barbara Ann uh, Fenton Fung here. Yes. Dan McGowan, um, just finally come full circle. Uh, the first time I remember I first interviewed Mary Kay Harris was in the aftermath of the shooting of Cornell Young, a uh, member of the Providence Police Force. She did a story on that 20 years later. And, and she at the time was, was one of the co-founders, or she was running DEER at the time, which is a big organization with a you know, really uh, go after the Providence police. And and she is now, look at that. She was just an, a dear activist. Now she's Providence City Councilwoman. And if you don't mind, just touch on her reaction with Mayor Lorza saying that they want to have a discussion and look into reparations. Yeah, I mean, her, her big message was, you know, she put out a huge statement, one of the longest things I've ever seen her write or say. And her, the end, uh, uh, you know, kind of result of the, the last thought was uh, do not overpromise and under deliver. Uh, that's important because as you said, I mean, Mary Kay Harris, uh, not a household name. She comes from the far left. Uh, uh, oh yeah. You know, dare is a far left organization. Huh. She cut, she's a, uh, a career activist. She's been, you know, doing this or she's, she's, you know, uh, probably in her sixties now, you know, she's been doing this work her entire life. And for her to come out and say, hey, Mayor, I appreciate you doing this, but don't screw it up. Uh, that mm. shows you that there uh, there is, I think, at least some real skepticism. By the way, one of the only black elected officials in the city is Mary Kay Harris. So, uh, you know, she, you would you would tend to think she may be inclined to support this. I think she supports the concept, but she does not want to be to be there a year from now and have them announce, you know, uh, 10 scholarships to kids. Uh, I think she wants something substantive and real. Uh, and she's going to be one of the loudest voices, probably attempting to hold the mayor accountable for the next couple of years. Yeah. We'll see how mayor Lords does with the reparations thing. I'm already starting to wonder if he overstepped by even including that word because she does. And uh, Dan McGowan, you, you know, reported her statement uh, first on, at least on Twitter, but the fact that she goes into, with her generation of people of color, that is, that is a, a very special, significant word. Yeah. And unless you're going to deliver on that, it already seems she's uh, intimating, don't, don't toss that around, reparations, if, as you say, if you're just talking about some scholarships. I'm already starting to wonder if maybe he overstepped it by, uh, by trying to say they're going to seek that as opposed to, because now, boy, that is like, talk about like, you don't want to over promise and under deliver. You want a situation where you do quite the opposite. That's right. And, um, 
you just wonder about that. If he had said in, in the spirit of what's going on, we want to try to make things right. But reparations goes into there's, a, there's only one way to look at that, and that it is it is dollar for dollar. It is financial uh, involved. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, before I let you go, each day I start my day with an email, free email from Dan McGowan. How can someone listening get it? That's right. If you're listening right now, all you have to do is send a very simple email, blank email to rinews at globe.com. I'll know what it is, rinews at globe.com. And uh, you'll you'll get at it. You'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. And it's going to have a breakdown of original reporting from me. It's going to have you know stories like the scoop on reparations in Providence, and then you know your your rundown of the governor's press conferences today. And here's what Congressman Cicilline is doing. So it's a good way to sort of start your day, understand what's happening in the world, uh, and uh, like I said, rinews at globe.com. You'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the, of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job. We'll talk to you again. All right. See you soon, John. Thanks. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal. Since 2006, and also 24-7 emergency service available, call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028. 439-6028, whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket trucket service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028. 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. This is Dr. Tony Fauci with your Rhode Island coronavirus update. In Phase 4, strip clubs in Providence are expected to reopen. At the Foxy Lady, all lap dances must adhere to six feet of social distancing, and all dancers must wear a mask. At the Cadillac Lounge, dancers will be allowed to put hand sanitizer on male customers, but only for an agreed-upon price. At Club Fantasies, all patrons going into the VIP Lounge must use credit cards, since the virus can easily spread on dollar bills. At Club Desire, all dancers are strongly encouraged to utilize the outside patio whenever possible, and all strip clubs should try to sanitize the stage and poles every four hours. All dancers should keep up to date with their contact tracing notebooks. I'm Dr. Fauci on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508 336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. 
FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400, 294-2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336 7801 MEGA MEGA Professionals 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part time, full time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out, they send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today 508. 508- 336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508 336-7801.